You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How much time till we're on? on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. It's Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews here tonight. A little bit of an argument going on in the Sports Day studio. Hello, Sats That here. never happens. That never happens. You are in your element today, Jace. Oh, as the crickets every on. cricket fan with the uh, first day of the the first Mastercard Test between Australia and India in Nagpur, and oh. Australia in trouble. Uh, uh, Renshaw Golden Day. We, they went, we went to tea at Tufa. Yep, and we're just off doing our own little things. Well, you're watching TikTok videos, mm. and I'm in the office doing some work, and they'll come out with Forfa. I actually wasn't watching TikTok videos. I, I heard them. Also watching. The pregame on Fox Sports for the Warriors who are hosting the West Tigers. Now, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. That has just kicked off. No delay to the game. No. Has the NRL logo been covered up? No. So there you go. So no action. No boycott games. No action being taken by the Rugby League Players Association tonight, which was a story that broke about this time yesterday afternoon. That's good to see. Hey, before we get stuck into it, we've got a lot to get into tonight. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, 2SM, 2HD, uh, on the Gold Coast, 104.1. That's uh, Radio 97, great radio station. Uh, Hello to all our listeners all over Australia through the Super Radio Network and all those uh, listening through uh, the SEN app uh, tonight as well because SEN's taking the cricket Everywhere they're broadcasting, obviously, the Australia versus India test series. Um, you've already got involved in the show. You can so uh, 0457 736 736. Or you can call us 1300 01 1170. And don't forget, we're on TikTok. Yes, we're on TikTok. Sports Day SEN is our handle. That's what the kids call it, by us at. Uh, Apparently. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Sports Day SEN. Make sure you follow for content there. And you can grab a podcast of the show, Sports Day NSW, uh, at the end of the show, iTunes or Spotify. You'll find that on today's show, one of the best, one of the great Queensland rugby league players who starred... One of the great Indigenous players. That's right. Mm. Um, who starred in the original All-Stars game back in 2010. The Prince himself, Scotty Prince, will join us. On the show, I'm looking forward to having a chat with Princey. Yeah, he's great. And around this time of year as well, I know how passionate he is about this All-Stars match. And as you said, played in that very first one. Had a, actually played a role in the very first try of the Indigenous All-Stars game against the NRL All-Stars back in 2010. Yeah, good character. He's actually the coach of the NRLW Broncos side. Yeah, he was an assistant year. last year and yeah. he's moved up, hasn't he? So mm. we'll have a chat to Princey. In around about 20 minutes' time. I also noticed um, today, and, and you read this out to me, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. A lot of people are blowing up Deluxe. In, I think Mark Waugh's one of them, Matty Hayden, 
is another. And now Steve Waugh has tweeted, and Steve Waugh, as you said to me off the air sats, never tweets about anything, mm. never has a bad word to say. And they've all come out, and they are gobsmacked. Travis Head has been left out of this first test team. Yeah, well, in his words, why would we leave out the fourth-ranked best test batter in the world at the moment in Travis Head, who can also roll his arm over as well if he if some of the his bowlers roll his arm over right. with uh, with bowling in case some of the bowlers need a bit of a a bit of a rest. So yeah, he's gobsmacked, one of our greatest captains of all time. Um, but the research that's gone into Travis Head is that he struggles in the subcontinent and has in the past, a little bit like uh, Mitch Swepson as well. So um, but at this stage, we are, we're in a bit of trouble. Four for 85. Uh, text here. How can they leave head out when Warner hasn't been able to hold a willow for the last three years? His fielding is well below average and he can't bowl. Well, his average in India is only about 24 as well, Warner. Then you have Head in great form, gun fielder, and can rip offies when needed. Warner getting that 200 is the worst thing to happen to the Australian team. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't think Warner is the person that, I don't know. He's, look, he's in form as well. But, yeah, Travis Head, he made, what, 80 or 90 on a, on a green top at the, at the Gabba where everyone else failed. Remember that test where yep. it lasted two days? And he managed to top score. Yeah. Interesting. What do you think about head being dropped? 0457 736 736. Do you want to... Um... Nine minutes into the first half of this trial and West Tigers and the Warriors nil all. What? Why are we talking about footy trials? It's the 9th of February. What about the meeting we had before the show today where, where Tiny Jack mm. comes in and says... Um, you know, what was it? What, what's, what, what trial are you looking forward to this weekend? And I think I said OJ Simpson as a joke. Like, seriously, who is, apart from you, Sad, I, do, I, look no, but to I know, trials. I know, you're and a And I like this nerd. new concept. I like the trials challenge where you can win a maximum of 15 points per trial win yep. and you win $100,000 at the end of it. So I like it. I, I'm not excited about any trials. I'll, I'll, be, I'll watch the All Stars on Saturday Arvo mm-hmm. between watching the cricket. But I'm sorry, when you've got the biggest sporting event happening in Australian sport in a long time with Australia touring India on at the same... I'm sorry, I can't get excited about the trials. Yeah, but you, but you can go back and watch the cricket in sporadically. Yeah, where, no, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I know that, so but the, I'm not excited about the trials. Not, no not, one's excited about the trials. I am. Yeah, but you're you said an no exception. One. You're an I exception. Am. And the Warriors have just scored through Marcello Montoya. But, mate, stay focused. Mm. Right, we are a sports show, so I'm giving sports updates. All right, but okay. seriously, you you are the only one excited. Ex- like excited's a big emotion. I read today, Matty Johns reveals why he's a fan of the NRL trial games. There you go. He didn't say he's excited. You can be a fan of them, mm. but I can't see anyone getting out of bed this morning. Oh wow! Well, the I can Warriors tell you, and the West Tigers. Are I actually woke up this morning and said, <laughs> I get to watch a proper game tonight, and I'm excited. And at 1.30, 2 o'clock, I was excited about watching the first ball bowled in the cricket, but knowing that I can go back to it at any stage. I don't get it. I, I, mate, I but love... you're a quasi-sports fan. No, you, only, you only follow this is the sporadically. the thing you can go back on. Seriously. I love sport. But, again, it's the 9th of February. I can't get excited about rugby league sats. It's too early. We're still in cricket season. So we've got to listen here, Cam. On the Gold Coast, who's texted in and just said, who is this flog? 
talking about you. I can't see. He's the text. excited about text me- about the uh, about the trials. You've as made well. that text message up. I can't see it. There you go. Who is this effing flog? Who is this? Who's Cam? Cam who? I'm not going to give his last name. You you can't read that. He's text. a Cronulla fan. Oh, well, that explains it. Mm. Do you want to talk to Reality uh, Glenn about? Reality Australian Idol, or do you want to keep rolling with the sport? Let's keep rolling at the moment. Okay, no worries. We'll do. Hey, I want to ask you We've a question. We've got to set the show up. Uh, we have Scotty Prince coming. I'll ask you about Pamela Anderson. You can ask me anything you want about Pamela Anderson. <laughs> What's that, um, what, that doco that's on Netflix? I haven't watched it it's yet. It's called is Pamela. It, is that any good? Is it's it, actually really good. It's really it? interesting, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what is interesting. In it. She reveals a story around Kelly Slater, and I forgot she was dating Kelly Slater for a period of time there when – he appeared on about 25, 30 episodes of Baywatch. And this is when he was at his peak. And um, you couldn't say a bad thing about him, but there was, there was a time during their relationship when he was going to finally introduce Pamela Anderson to his family. So he's with his family. Uh, he's, he's a California kid. She's going to come back to California to, to meet them. She doesn't turn up. She rings him four days later after being on a bender with Tommy Lee to tell him that she's just married. Married mm. him. No, what a way to be heavy heartbroken by Pamela Anderson. There's a lot of questions to ask about that. Mm. Uh, she meets Tommy Lee and is married four days later. Yep. Clingy. <laughs> Little bit clingy. That reminds me of that bird on uh, Married at First Sight last yep. night. The one who wants to, what is it? Uh, do the horizontal monkey dance four times a day. Yep. Not what? Oh, the freak in the sheets. Oh. She's nauseating. She. What about she said her... Her husband, if he's not willing to fulfill her sexually, there's plenty of fish in the sea to fill that role. No, there's <laughs> not because that's why you're on a reality show, darling. Oh. Yeah. Imagine just living with that. Would you like a cup of tea? No, but guess what I would like? <laughs> you can boil my kettle. Um, Craig from Maitland, there's, there's two parts to this. Yeah. Rooster Muzz on the text has gone, Woogie and Worm, dollar one, Craig from Maitland comes to the defence of David Warner. Craig from Maitland has sent us a text through. <laughs> David Warner. Same guy. Yeah, David Warner's never been dropped for a game outside of Sandpaper Gate. Head unlucky, but he is a left-hander. Hopefully Hanscom can dig deep with Smith. Yeah. At one stage, yeah, we thought we were both saying Labashane looks really comfortable. <laughs> Didn't he? We looked really comfortable. Now, yeah. Second trial to the Warriors, 8-0. In a trial. Um, tonight, new, you want to do a new thing. It's called, what is it? It's called Thursday Throw-Up. Yep. It's a, I just got to push this button. No, Thursday. it's... Thursday Throw-Up. Yeah, not ready yet. <laughs> oh, you, you're really well organised, you are. What's it called? Thursday Throw-Up. <coughs> What's that? Sounds like my cat <laughs> with a furball. Jack, what is that? That's like erotica sort of. <laughs> what? What is that meant to be? Some sort of asphyxiation? I don't know. That's creepy. Now, so Thursday's throw up. <laughs> Seriously, Jack's given up, hasn't he? He's moving back to Ireland in a week yeah, and a he half. Has. He's given up. Uh, Thursday's throw up. What we're going to do is we're going to each Thursday we're going to throw up three moments, yeah. and we want you listeners to vote on. This is also. On our Twitter, Sports Day NSW, uh, you can vote on this, and many people have been voting throughout the day. Three moments related to what's going on in the world of sport at the moment or coming up. The first moment here, Jace, get ready to push the button. Mm-hmm. First test in India, commence today, as we said. Michael Clark, 
in 2004. This is the fourth test. Australia leading 2-1. If it goes to if it ends up being 2-all, India retain the the Chapel Gavaskar uh, trophy. But Michael Clark takes six for nine. Well, this one could be his first wicket in Test cricket. It is just a little flick on the outside edge of Rahul Dravid. And not a bad one to have as your first up wicket in Test cricket either, Barry. He's given him. Oh, look at that. The slow left up. And he's got six. Well done, Michael Clark. A brilliant performance by the youngster. Who's Barry in the commentary box? Barry. What a name. <laughs> Barry. Yeah, six for nine to, to win the fourth test and, and wrap up the series. The last time we won in England in 2004. And he made 100 as well, he Clark. Did too. He threw left arm pies, didn't he? Yeah. He, he always succeeded when they, when they threw him in. Mm. Number two for the Thursday throw up, Tim Zhu. Of course, he's going to fight for the interim super welterweight title in March in Sydney. It's been revealed. Let's go back to 2001 when his dad, Costa, went to the US and knocked out unbeaten Zab Judah. This round was Costa Zoo's clearly evening things up. And ending strong. Down he goes. A right hand. He's in trouble. He's in real trouble. I get goosebumps listening mm. to that. I remember watching that live. It was, it was amazing. Um, yeah, so knocked out Zab Judah in 2001. And the final one on the back of the All-Stars match this weekend, the very first game in 2002 at CB, uh, sorry, at uh, Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast, 2010. And Wendell Saylor scores the first ever try in the All-Stars match. It's gone away on the Thurston. Behind one, gone away. Prince puts a kick in. Saylor will score. Wendell Saylor scores in his farewell appearance. Now he's got the didgeridoo going. Yeah, fantastic yeah. scenes. So 0457 736 736 is part of Thursday's throw-up. Which one out of those three <laughs> is the best memory, the best sporting memory? Michael Clark, six for nine. Costa Zoo knocking out Zab Judah. Or the very first try by Wendell Saylor in the All-Stars match. That is – that's – we now know what Jack gets up to on the weekend. That's actually, that's actually some sort of audio from his phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on a Saturday night. <laughs> uh, Rightio, do that. Uh, boys, uh, Beardy McCoz says Kelly Slater's Florida, not a Cali boy. Is he? Oh, he is too. Yeah, he's a Florida boy. Sorry about that. Um, there's a text here about, I'm just going to break it down. Hey, guys, the mm-hmm. decision on Hanscom, what the hell did Renshaw do when he was next man up? And he can also bowl spin. But the big issue is this means that the selectors haven't shown any faith in Head being a future Australian captain. Mm. i tell you what else has come out of it is Swepson. Mitch Swepson's on the tour. And you'd think with his leggies, the way the pitch has apparently been doctored, that would suit his bowling style. Yet he, he just doesn't get a look in, does he? Well, again, it's a little bit like Travis Head. The research they've done based on the statistics is that both Head and and Mitch Swepson don't have great form in the in the subcontinent. So, and that's what they're that's what they're basing it on. But um, heads a different player now. Yeah, but as you said earlier on, yeah, he's matured as a player, and he's you know what he's doing. He's confident at the moment. Absolutely. When, he, when he's in a really good frame of mind. Uh, but the people that are making the decisions know a lot more than you and I, based yeah. on their data. And yep. Join us uh, and Matty Rogers this Saturday. By the way, eleven a.m. for the Sporting Globe Logan's grand opening. 
where the old Sizzler used to be just off the M1. So yeah. we're going to be there from 11 o'clock. So if you're in Goldie, maybe your mate Cam might like to attend. Cam Smith? No, your mate who sent the text and called, oh, me, a, Cam. called yeah. me a flog. Sharky Cam. That's not very nice. Well, he's hit the nail between the... Sounds like a nourish bowl eater too, by the way. So No, he wouldn't. He, he, he's a wings and ribs man. Oh, is he? Mm. Oh, well, I like him then. Yep. Maybe he should come along and say hello. And a few others, if you're listening, Brisbane, love to see you. Uh, Saturday from 11, uh, Matty Rogers and Sats will be there as well. Um, before we go to a break and we chat to um, Scotty Prince, a couple of stories. Of course, Todd Murphy has made his test debut. That yep. was revealed last night by Peter Lawler here on Sports Day with his parents uh, flying over. That's great news. Yeah. First bag exciting. of green. Looks like Daniel Vittori. Yeah. The gla- what, the glasses? That's yeah. The- Tell you what, what a place to make your debut. 22 years of age. Presented his baggy green after just five games for Victoria. Risky. It's a little bit like rugby league. Um, back in the the old days when they used to play at Redfern Oval, they said if you want to be thrown in the cauldron, you got to make your debut at Redfern Oval. Now in the modern year, when they used to be really powerful, to make your debut at Newcastle Marathon Stadium, that was difficult. Mm. So, I, and that would pale in significance to making your debut in India. Oh, absolutely, it would. Rightio. Um, Keep your text coming through, 0457 736 736. Before we go to a break with your mates on the phone, you want to have a quick chat to him, get rid of Glenn. him? Glenn. Uh, g'day, boys. How are we? Yeah, really well, really well. I, I, I watched a little bit of Aussie Idol last night, but I was engrossed in, yeah, yeah, in Married yeah. at First Sight. So give me a quick update. I'll give you a quick update, mate. A few of my followers contacted me today and wanted to know why I wasn't on the show. Yeah. So I told them that I'd, I'd I'd share it with you guys tonight. Okay, yep. So they're all listening. Up. Yep. Four for one hundred and eight is the uh, cricket score at the moment. What's the rugby league score on the trial? It's ten nil in favour of the Warriors nice. with twenty minutes remaining in the first half. Let's see if he's there. To Rio and Ola. Oh yeah, let's go to a break. Scotty Prince, <laughs> turn him up again. How far? Or how? There you go, Glenn, captain of the Wat Pack. Rest of Mars, I hope you enjoyed that. We've got to get hats made up. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We've got to get hats made up. Made up. The whack pack. So what happens when you day drink, kids? Sports day whack pack. Yeah, we should do that. I like that. Trucker mm. caps. Watch your space. Rightio. Uh, updated score, 4 for 109. Uh, the Aussies in the first innings. By the way, they won the toss selected to bat. And, of course, the Warriors leading 10-0 over the West Tigers in that trial in New Zealand. But the Tigers are attacking the line. Princey. Former Tiger himself joins us next on Sports Day. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here on your Thursday night. Lost another wicket, Sats. Smithy's gone for Steve 37. Smith. Yep. What are we, five for? 109. It's not looking good. Alex Carey in on zero and Peter Hamskin is at the moment is on 11. Oh, you know what? I I have no doubt you'll probably get out now, but I think Hans, Hanscom will go okay because he does play spin well. Yep. Uh, but... I tell you what, and and people are blowing up about it deluxe today about Travis Head being knocked out. Do you, do you think, and this happens in all sport right now? Do you think we overanalyze statistics? 
statistics or St- statistics? Statistics. Do you think uh, we overanalyze statistics? Yeah, there, there is a there is. I mean, the data can tell a very good story, but one thing it can't tell is a player. Doesn't matter what sport it is, what frame of mind they're mm. in, and at the moment, and again, they know more than us. They know, do they? Uh, well, they do about the player. I mean, we can comment, and we've got one of the listeners here saying uh, it's Shane from Cough saying the Travis Head. Uh, decision was poor from selectors. They must put him in. The, the way that Travis Head is playing at the moment, as Steve Waugh wrote in his tweet, he's the fourth-ranked test player at the moment. He's mm. seeing them like basketball mm. at the moment. So to say, hey, listen, we don't have faith in you in the subcontinent, to me, as an observer and not knowing a lot about um, the intricate details of, of, of cricket and the national side – an outsider looking in, it says to me that they've they've crushed the confidence of a player. Now they'll say openly, "No, I'm here for the team, and I've got to do what the team what the team decision is and what the coach wants me to do. I'll always play my role." You know, when you're in red hot form, you don't try and change that. It doesn't matter what pitch you're playing on and who you're playing against. I tell you what's concerning me: we're losing um, we are losing wickets in twos. Mm. So we'll two for two, then we'll four for 84. I hope we don't lose another one on 109. Yep. You know, because mm. it's just concerning. If this will really expose the tail, long tail for Australia. A uh, good chance too for Alex Carey to show what sort of, you know, what sort of medal he yeah. has and whether he can be a future leader of the Australian cricket team in any form. You know, we're looking for a, uh, a T20 skipper at the moment, but... Yeah, this is a big challenge for the old, and we expected this, Sats, didn't we? We expected it. We expected this thing to happen. So, well, what you got to do in India is you've got to be able to get to towards the end of the second day, so that at least the pitch is broken up a lot. If you can bat first, then use that broken up that wicket uh, when you bowl for your first innings. Uh, they may be able to get themselves back in. Right, yeah. Let's get our special guest on. It's gone away onto Thurston behind one. Gone away. Prince puts a big hit. Sailor will score. Wendell Saylor scores in his farewell appearance. Now he's got the didgeridoo going. <laughs> what a great game. That's the original Indigenous or All-Stars game. Well, this guy's one of the OGs himself. He is. And he's joining us now, uh, Scotty Prince. Welcome to Sports Day. Good afternoon, boys. How are we? Oh, we're excited. He we'll put s- the grubber in for that kick too, Princey, for Wendell. Jeez. Yeah, I was very, yeah, I was very lucky that it, uh, the bounce, it was a room service bounce for him, and yeah. <laughs> I think probably did well. He was he was almost full tilt bending over. I was waiting for a hammer to go, but he was able to <laughs> pick it up cleanly and score in the corner. And the try celebration, Princey, they picked up the corner post mm. and played the didgeridoo. Was that all discussed throughout the week as try celebrations? Yeah, I think it was. I know I wasn't a part of it because I sort of ran back the halfway looking for for, for the water bottle, but I turned back <laughs> around and. I look back in the corner and, yeah, big Dell just on the ditch and everyone was shaking a leg around him. It was funny, actually. It was pretty good. Prince, it must have been an honour to be a part of that first game. Yeah, mate, it was. Um, you know, just sort of casting the mind back. Um, I just remember Preston talking about it, uh, just talking about how, how what an amazing experience and um, I guess a pinnacle of rugby league in terms of representing our mob uh, in regards to the Indigenous All-Stars up against the best of the NRL, and um, it was just a dream of Prestos, and all of a sudden, you know, going through the right channels, um, you know, it become a reality, and to be part of, I think, the first four of those was, yeah, certainly something special, and um, yeah, definitely uh, count them as one of my um, moments, great moments of my career, anyway, representing uh, the Indigenous All-Stars. Princey, during that week, are there a lot of players that come into camp that 
are proud Indigenous men, but don't know a lot about their culture. And then throughout the week, they learn so much more about their culture and the ancestors and where they're from. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a big part of it. Um, uh, it's, it's not only just the game itself, and you know that's just a special bonus at the end of the week. But it, it's all inclusive as far as like um, you know, the, there's a youth summit. We get, I think, a hundred Indigenous kids from around Australia come over to do a youth summit leadership camp and so forth. But in, in particular, the players, you know, it's an opportunity to get together and uh, you know do, do cultural workshops and, and sort of looking back at the history and. Finding it a bit about you know the individual um, you know tribes and clans that you're from, and uh, certainly starts that, I guess starts that um, that journey for 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 each of us. You know, like we're all in different parts of our journey, knowing you know finding out who we are, where we come from, and more about um, you know our history from that sense. So it's, it's a really really good cultural learning experience, and footy's just the the icing on the cake at the end of the week. Now the war cry and. I apologise for not knowing the the real name for the war cry because I know there's there's hundreds of of war cries that come from different tribes, but the one that's performed on the night and that iconic image of GI standing in the middle when all the players drop down to the ground, who decides is that that the player that stands in the middle? What's the process around deciding who was that player and why is it the player that that is GI was that first player? I'm not exactly sure uh, in regards to, you know, why G.I. was the, the chosen one. Um, I'm guessing it potentially would be the captain, but uh, I wasn't going to argue with him anyway, <laughs> put it that way. But um, uh, as, far as, as far as the war cry, the war dance is concerned, like, um, it, it's something that sort of, you know, back in the day, it was, it was not a part of, I guess... Um, you know, like we don't normally do war cries as far as far as tribes and clans are concerned. It was more a gift giving and exchanging of gifts. So I think the war cry is more a combination of um, you know representing and, and uh, sort of a spectacle for for the crowd more so. Um, so it, it's trying to encompass all all the clans and all the tribes. Uh, you know, as we know, there's quite a lot in our in our in our proud country. So. It's really hard, and it's um, you have to incorporate all of those. So it's it's they're really difficult. But I uh, I just think, in, in, as far as you know, collectively the choreography of it all is it's it's a really good show showpiece for you know for the evening, and uh, it certainly scares the bejeebers out here, especially when GI stands out of that crowd. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Now a lot of stars have pulled out because of the workload over the the World Cup. It's been a busy 2022. And even though there, mm. there are a lot of stars that have pulled out, you've still got your Selwyn Cobos, your Cody Walkers and your Latrell Mitchells and co. Is it also a really good showpiece to try and allow some of these young players we don't know a lot about, but we end up knowing a lot more after this game? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I think it's an opportunity and a platform for, um, you know, not only superstars of their game uh, to, to, to be on that um, that platform, but certainly some of the, the youngsters, as you mentioned, Sats and, also, uh, some some guys that have been, you know, given the opportunity from, you know, some other Indigenous games, you know, whether it's the Koori Knockout, also the, the, the Queensland Murray Carnival as well. So, I think you'll find, um, you know, there's potentially one or two that are involved uh, that played, you know, in the State League up here um, in Queensland, which are given given an opportunity. So, I'm really looking forward to, to those guys, how they, for one, you know, hold themselves up against some of the, some of the superstars of the game and you know, just for them to enjoy the week first and foremost and go out there and, and do their best, you know, 
representing representing their mob and the All Stars. Princey, you got a new role this year. You're going to be the uh, the Brisbane Broncos NRLW head coach. Uh, given everything that's going on at the moment with the CBA and and the NRL and the Rugby League Players Association, have you had much yeah. time to chat to the girls? And how are they? How are they feeling? Well, currently at the moment, it's um, you know we're just in in idle, I guess. You know. It's like all the clubs, as far as the NRLW is concerned, we're just sitting waiting for these negotiations to uh, to sort themselves out, and so we can do what we we love, and that's that's coaching and play some football. So, currently at the moment, um, you know, just talking with the girls, uh, you know, obviously player managers now, they're um, certainly um, in and around the the women's space now. So, yeah, we're basically talking to them, and hopefully, you know, we can hold on to what we have at the club and, and add a little bit more. You know, to that roster and and make us bigger and better for for 2023. But currently at the moment, it's just all in idle, you know, and just waiting for for a contract to drop so we can instead of just talking, we can actually put pen to paper and start to develop a squad and put this squad together so we can really focus on you know the year ahead and, and more so give the girls some security in and around their contracts where they're going to be you know for the next you know six, six to eight months because that's that's where it's at at the moment. Isn't it's sort of gone from a four-week uh, four-week comp where you know the girls can get away for for those you know six to ten weeks, including their their um their preseason, and, and now it's sort of like six to eight months, and they have to really seriously think about where they want to play, and you know some may have to move into state, and that's a big move for them. Are you confident it's going to work itself out in plenty of time to to prepare, Princey? Um, I'd like to think so, mate. I, I think you know. From reading between the lines, it's it's not far off. Um, you know, there's it's almost like they take two steps forward and three steps back. You know, just reading in the paper. But I mean, as far as as far as I know, it, it seems to be going ahead okay. So will will it, will it give us enough time? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, as far as the NRLW seasons are concerned, but at the moment, you know, they'll play their domestic comps, both at Harvey Norman and New South Wales, and. I think BMD kicks off in a couple of weeks here in Queensland. So the only thing is, it's just a you know the overhanging headache, mainly for the players, you know first and foremost, but certainly for the clubs. You know I think once once the the CBA negotiations are done, uh, they sign off on that, and then we can open up the gates as far as contract contracting these girls. It, it, it's going to be a it's going to be a bloodbath as far as like there'll be there'll be mm. phone calls galore trying to get the you know trying to get the squads together. Princey, now that you're a head coach, does this mean you've given up your uh, touch footy career and your junkets I see you on every weekend? Oh, doesn't he love a junket? <laughs> oh, doesn't he what? Uh, I wouldn't say junket. Like, mate, like, at the end of the day, it's something that I've really enjoyed. Like, I'm, I'm pretty blessed, in, you know, as far as, like, I'm still able to run around the park at, at the ripe old age of 42, 43 in a couple of weeks. So, oh, stop it. Um, still, still hold my own. I enjoy it, though, yeah. So, like, you know, some guys love playing golf. Uh, you know, some got like you know other hobbies that they're really interested in, and you know, touch footy for me is is, um, is a real real hobby and something that I love doing, but also keeps you fit as well. Um, and not to mention, it, it actually um, keeps me in in, uh, in you know in a, in a in a space where I can still keep an eye on a few uh, superstars of the game coming through. And I, mean, I, I remember Taryn Aiken playing in the, in the Junior State Cup, and she comes through, and now she, you know she's obviously a the firelight for the Jillaroos and also unearthed um, Tamika Upton through the touch football ranks as well. So 
it allows me to, to keep an eye on that, keep the ear to the ground as far as the, the next up and coming, both men and, and women's player. Answer that like a head coach, didn't he, say? Yeah, exactly. So political. <laughs> Princey, uh, we love you, mate. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get to have a beer with you again at Magic Round. That's not going to be too far away, is it? What's that, May? Magic uh, Round? Yep. Yeah, um, mate, that'll come up real quick. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, no, well, that was part of the deal, me coming on today, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, looking forward to that. We can't afford to entertain <laughs> you, I've just, I've just te- <laughs> As we're talking to him, I've just oh, texted him the name of a gun girl, 22-year-old on the Gold Coast, Australian Oz tag player. There you go. Yeah. Princey, get onto that. Okay, recruiting for you, Princey. I'm when recruiting you f- for you. Yeah. When you f- Thank you very much. When you finally get a comp, make sure you give her a call. All right? <laughs> Scott Prince, we look forward. Hopefully, so. Fingers crossed. We look forward to the All-Stars in New Zealand this weekend, mate. Uh, we appreciate you reminiscing, and thanks for being on Sports Day. Thanks, Love your work. Thank you. There he goes. Scotty Prince, legend. Great guy. Yeah. You, I mean, you were part of the process of getting him to the Titans. Why was, why was it that he had to be your number seven? Well, I played with him at the Tigers in 2004, and we, we actually end up living out in Penrith, probably two streets from me, and we used to travel in every day to training. And so we actually formed a really good friendship, still really good uh, mates today. And, and um, when, when I was at the Titans and we're sitting down talking about the different players we wanted to recruit. Our recruitment process was, was our initial five players, we wanted those players to have kids, first and foremost. There you go. Yeah, Preston, Luke Bailey. Family um, club. Yeah, Anthony LaFranchi. And then Scotty Prince, who was coming off contract at the at the West Tigers. And I knew that he wanted to return to Queensland. He's getting a little bit homesick. And I just knew that the way that he – I knew he was like off the field, his values, what he was like as a family man. Yep. But an ultimate competitor. And so – Getting him to the club as number seven of the first skipper was a pretty easy decision. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Well done. Uh, we've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Key. When we come back, we'll have a look at those Thursday throw ups that you've uh, thrown out there tonight. Oh, a couple of votes. <coughs> oh. What? Oh, Jack. I don't know. We ask him to do one job. I know. One job. I know. You get angry. You know, you get angry uh, and he gets red in the face. <laughs> And then he bites at our ankles. That's his Irish skin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, with Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews, the Aussies, 530 uh, after winning the toss today and electing to bat. Carries on 11 and is Hanska... 20. 20, Mm -hmm. yeah, not out at the moment. I reckon if we get just 200. You reckon? Yeah, it gives us a little bit of breathing space on that pitch. I didn't realise it's on the big TV behind my head. I know. I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't under- see that score. Is that how bad your eyes? My are? My eyes have gotten that bad. Uh, new segment tonight that Scotty Sattler has thrown up for us. It's called the Thursday Throw Up. <coughs> That's not throwing up. I <coughs> oh, don't shoot the messenger. Mm. So uh, yeah, but the you're content director. So the great sporting, manager. a great sporting moment. Yes. Was it Michael Clark getting six for nine in India? Was it Costa Zoo 
winning that great fight against... Zab Judah, 2001. And Wendell Saleh scoring the first try for the Indigenous All-Stars in the very first game in 2010. 0457 736 736. What is our Thursday throw-up this week? So uh, St. Boyd on 2HD is saying, Evening Boys, Thursday throw-up. Michael Clark for me, was a great moment for him and Australia. Uh, evening Boys... Uh, we've got High Sats and Woogie. Definitely got to be Costa's fight. Sats and Woogie, looking forward to meeting you boys this Saturday coming up from Grafton. Oh, good Grafton on you, Bronco. Mate. How good is that? We'll get you on air. We'll buy him a beer. Yep. And a nourish bowl. No, he shan't be getting a nourish bowl. Uh, ending in 127. Make sure you put your name on the text. Wendell scoring the first ever try. First ever Indigenous All Stars match. The circus was fun to watch, but Wendell could really play. I think Tristan will do well at the Broncos. I think he will also. Now, looking. At the point well, at the been, moment. He hasn't made the 30 yet, has he? Tristan? No. No. He's signed. No, he has signed a full time, but I think he's part of the development. Right, okay. But if, you, if you're not part of the 30, you can't play before round 11. Right, okay. Round 12. You've got yep. to use the top 30. So the poll says 11% Wendell, first ever all star try. 42% Michael Clark takes six for nine, and 47% at the moment wow. in our Thursday throw up. Costa knocks out Zab Judah. That's Zab Judah. <laughs> I got a text here from Mark from Gundawindi. Yep. Great spot. Great spot on the Queensland New South Wales border. You used to go shooting in Gundawindi. Did you? When, it was, when you were allowed to. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, great little town. Um, how crazy is the NBA trade at the moment? I feel for Brooklyn Nets fans. I'm glad this doesn't happen in the NRL. So what we're talking about is the Nets have agreed to trade superstar Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns. Wow. Jack, is there a lot of money around that? Yeah, it'd be a huge amount of money. Right, there you have it. Three-way trades at the Lakers. It's all about money, isn't it? You could turn up one day and you're at the club and then the next minute you're not, right? Yep. So there you have it. Kevin Durant off to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Steve from Dubbo, he's having problems. Apparently a massive storm in Dubbo at the moment. He's bidding his farewell. Dubbo is completely blacked out. I'm mm. going back in and out of the rain. Don't let me down with the last laugh, Sats. I'll be listening to the podcast later. Have a good weekend, Steve from Dubbo. So oh, our listeners in Dubbo have got a blackout at yeah. the moment. Massive storm. Wow. Mm. That's not good. Hey, updated score on the, the first trial. 14-0 in favour of the Warriors at the moment at half time, And just on the Tigers in, in some NRL news, uh, Dane Laurie, of course, had a tremendous season last year. He's a really good player, young fullback. And Charlie Staines, of course, has gone there from the Panthers. And he wants to play fullback, Charlie Staines. And Dane Laurie said, I'm loving the arrival of Charlie Staines. It helps his development. The competition, the friendly competition for spots keeps everyone on their toes. Um, it's going to be interesting what's going to happen there. If Staines has gone there to play fullback, he's got a very good fullback who's the incumbent at the moment. And mm. if I had to pick out of the two, I'd have Dane Laurie at fullback. So, uh, but at the moment, they're behind the eight ball. Now, you've got to remember with this preseason in the NRL, it's the preseason competition where you earn points. Yeah, so, the tries. Yeah, stuff, so yeah. the maximum amount of points you can earn is 15 points per win. If you score five or more tries, I think five or more line breaks, 10 or more offloads, you'll get all these different points. Yep. So uh, that's going to be over the next two weeks of trials. And the winner of that at the end of the two weeks wins $100,000. So you've got to be on the, on the ball as a stats man mm. or woman, wouldn't you? Stats, the stats person will be very important because next week, if you've got a chance to get an extra point here or there, you're, you're, sending, you're saying to the coach, 
we need to get a message down to the players. We need to get three more offloads. And we're going to win 100,000. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, boys, always love your work, but Thursday throw-up is rubbish. Bring back Fun Fact Thursday. Listeners always came up with fun and informative facts. Must go to an SMS vote. Well, Beatty McChoz. Yeah. McChoz. McCoz. Give us a fun fact. No, no, he wants us to throw it no, out to well, the I'm listeners. No, I'm putting it on him. Give us a fun fact. Be nice to our listeners, mate. No, that's right. I, I'm not. I, I've got to admit, I'm not really big on this. <coughs> well, but I'm big on this. Fun fact Thursday. Sat's doing fun fact Thursday. Muzz says, uh, "Woogie Worm uh, did vertically challenge Jack. Record those sound effects on one of his money, many, many, <laughs> many nights watching SBS World Movies. <laughs> I think you hit the money. Every time I watch it, I hear about these movies. Right? Mm. Every time I watch, it's Basket weaving in Peru or something. I'm, I miss out. <laughs> Give me the times, Rooster Muzz. I can put the old SBS on. Got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks uh, to our great mates at Kia. By the way, Aussies, five for 136. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Aussies are 5 for 136. Just going over quickly the scorecard so far. Marnus, 49. Smith, 37. Uh, and that's about it. Oh, Peter Hanscom's 20 not out and Alex Carey, 13 not out. So hopefully, you reckon if we get to 200, that's enough, dear? No, not enough. It just gives us a little bit of breathing space. Competitive? I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, if they can – I think if Australia can bat through to probably give India the last session day two, knowing the way that – or listening to the experts over there about the way that pitch is going to break up over two days, mm. uh, winning the toss was always going to be an advantage for, for Pat Cummins. That's exactly what he did to Tim, bat first. Tim from Brisbane has sent us a text. Yep. Who is making these decisions on our test selection for India – this team is not going to win a game. Disgraceful. Hang your hat, Pat. Hang your head, I should say. Pat Cummins and the rest. Well, time will tell, Tim. Uh, a well, lot we of know people... the selection process is made up of a number of people now. Isn't it? It's all the senior players, but Andrew think... McDonald, the performance manager. But I think Pat gets the final say. If you watch the test, uh, he has a very big influence on who actually is yeah. in that final 11. Uh, look, we'll find out. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, everyone's scratching their head around the dropping of uh, Travis Head. Very quickly, too. Uh, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, uh, around about 20 minutes' time, we're going to preview the chances of the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs in 2023. Hey, to help us out, what do you reckon a pass mark is for the Bulldogs in 2023? Some saying they will make the eight or they must make the eight. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The 
the striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Another argument happening in the Sports Day studio. Welcome to hour number two. Correct me if I'm right. Correct me if I'm right. <laughs> Sats is trying to tell me he's eating a lovely stir fry with uh, hocken and noodles. I'm with you on that. Hocken oh, and no, they call it peppers, don't they? No, no, no. You said to me on the off the air that I said to you, is that chilli or capsicum in your stir fry? You said, well, they are the same thing. No, I didn't say that. I said, well, capsicum can be called chilies as well, but are they actually called peppers. In the US? Yep. So, considering we're in Australia, mm. can you answer my question? Is that capsicum or chili? It's capsicum. Right, thank you. Slash peppers. No, it would have been so easy just to say yeah, it's capsicum. You know <laughs> that. Welcome to the second hour of the show. Uh, lots of text flying through. I think there's more fans mm-hmm. of um, Fun Fact Thursday. I've you... got no doubt there is, but you guys, for some reason, just dropped it. Fun Fact Thursday. I, I love the way you do that. How you sound on Fun Fact Thursday. Mm. You're still denying that that's you. It's not me. Second big hour coming up. We're going to preview the, well, you are, Sats, the Bulldogs season for this year. Jesus, high expectations, isn't there? There is. Huge expectations because not only this year, but last year they made some key signings. Um, and Matty Burton being the, the main signing. And many expected him to make a a, a real impact at 5'8 from day one. But in saying that, he, his success at the Penrith Panthers, even though that he was a 5'8 coming through the grades, was he won comps there in, in the centres, or he won a comp there in the centres. That's where he was at his best. So uh, still finding his way at, at being a weekend, weekend, full, uh, weekend, week out fullback, uh, 5'8". But last year, the Bulldogs finished off the season really well. They finished off really strong. So, And with their signings this year, I think they could be in for a, a, a quite a successful season. Um, where do you reckon they'll finish up, everyone? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What are your expectations of the Bulldogs this year? In fact, Michelle from Kerr Lewis, is that right or Curl? Yeah, uh, guys, Bulldogs will get fifth, and Serrato will get Coach of the Year. Is this wow? Is that Joel Kane texting? <laughs> you know what? If if they do get fifth, he will definitely get Coach of the Year. Absolutely, you reckon? If they if the Bulldogs finish fifth after the regular season, without a doubt, he'll and he deserve it as well. Rooster Muzz has been on the text again. I was talking to you. I don't know if this was on air or off air, and I was, I was telling you that uh, the Volk on is it Sunday the Sunday yeah that the he's massive. the four dollar outsider mm. for this fight, and people are saying I was listening to Joel and Fletcher earlier today because he's stepping up to yeah, a he's different from grade. Featherweight to lightweight, yeah, and Markachev, the guy he's fighting from. Uh, he's a um, is actually he'd be five or six inches taller than him. All right. Mm. Well, uh, Rista Mazza saying Maori All Stars Volk and Kansas City Chiefs Moldy is paying about twenty bucks. Fill your pockets. Gamble responsibly. I like that. I'm not quite sure about the Maori All Stars, even though they won last year. I feel as though the Indigenous team's probably a little bit stronger. But it's on their home turf. Yeah, but that's that's a good bet, Rista Muzz. I've yeah. I've put money on on Volkanovski to win by points. We haven't even talked about. We're hoping to talk to someone overseas about the um, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. We haven't done that, but um, we haven't talked about that. Where, where are you sitting, Chiefs or Eagles? I mean, I'm. I've got to say, it's probably the least excited I've been about a Super Bowl, and I love, as you know, we both love our American sport. Um, but if I've got to say, I, for some reason, the Philadelphia Eagles to me seem they're both number one seeds in both their conferences. 
Um, both had the same amount of wins, 16 and 3. Uh, scored the same amount of touchdowns. Um, but I think Philadelphia Eagles are probably have been a little bit more consistent mm. than what the Kansas City Chiefs have been. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna support the Eagles. I don't like the Eagles being a Cowboys supporter, obviously, but fierce rivals. But Jordan Malata, I mean, you've got to you've got to hope, yeah, you've got to. And of course, the Aussie punter, who no one knows his name, is also in the That's Eagles. A shame, isn't it? Isn't it? Can we find out? Yep. Does someone know what the Maybe Jack might know. I don't know. I don't. Well, that's his job. Yeah. Well, let's let's mm. let's cross to Jack. <laughs> that's, that's him eating his third lasagna for the day. <laughs> he hates us. Yeah. Oh, he's going to go rogue. You know that. Yep. He's only got one more week to go on Sports Day, and he will be hosting the show next Thursday night. Are we? Are we? Are we going to do that? I think we need to. Okay. Yep. So I'll take the night Let off. Do that. Yeah. And Jack. Will host the show. Yep. Radio. The Warriors are leading 20 nil, and uh, that's what's at nine minutes into the second half. So yeah, they looked all right. Pretty dominant. Yeah, they've looked really good. The Warriors actually. The Tigers have looked pretty ordinary. A mini fight back from the Aussies too. Five for 161 in their first innings. Um, Aaron Sipos. That's who it is. He's the punter. There you go. Nice. Um, Get a. Jason, do you reckon Pat Cummins' selections may be impaired because he had to swim to India to reduce his carbon footprint? That's uh, Brad from Redhead. Maybe. maybe well, maybe because he wouldn't be using his mobile phone over yeah. there, would he? no. So maybe he's, I don't know, maybe he's not been getting the I wonder if Andrew McDonald has put in place what Justin Langer did. Remember, he, Justin Langer wouldn't allow the partners to come over to be in the camp. I think until after the second test or whatever it was. Yeah. I wonder, oh. if, I wonder if that's in place or whether that's completely <laughs> been swiped. I'm suggesting the partners have picked the team. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. What do you reckon, Dal? Oh, I don't know. He looks handsome. Travis His name's did, handsome. Travis didn't say hello to me one day. That's right. He yeah. blew me off. <laughs> Plus he's left-handed. I don't like left-handed. Yeah. You can't trust them. Mm. Yeah, that's probably... If, it's a good point you make, Sats. Maybe the partners did <laughs> select the, the team as well. Who knows? Hey, fellas, Costa Zoo, great KO. When asked about rematch, Costa said, Zab, say winner, take all. I win, take all with cheeky smile, <laughs> yeah. Peter from Boral. Yeah, good point. One of the great moments. It was Thunder from down under, Costa Zoo. Had an amazing amateur career. He won over 200 fights, not very many losses at all. Won a world world championship, and that's when he was found by by uh, Bill Morty, and um, and they matched him up with, with Johnny Lewis, the trainer. Um, yeah, he, he, I've interviewed Johnny Lewis on a number of occasions, and, and he's one of the most interesting guys to, to talk to. And I've always said to him, who's who's the hardest trainer out of all you? He's, he's, he's trained seven world champions. Jeez. Who's your hardest trainer? He said, Jeff Fennick. He'd, he'd train forever and wouldn't stop. Who was the most disciplined? He said, oh, Costa. Yeah, wow. He said, but who was – I said, who was the brawler? He said, oh, uh, was um, uh, Jeff Harding. I said, if you had to put them all in a, in a bar one night and close the doors <laughs> and everyone sat outside, <laughs> who walks out? He said, oh, Jeff. Jeff walks out. If it's a, if it's a bar Jeff fight, Fennick Jeff, Jeff Fennick walks out. Yeah. So, uh, but Costa, that was a, it was a great moment actually because uh, Zab Judah was undefeated. He was a southpaw, so he's a left-hander, really hard to fight against and – and everyone was was bagging Costa with his fight style, which Tim fights exactly like him. It's um, very robotic-like. 
and then he hit him in that second round. Zab Judah hit him with a left uppercut in the first round and would have would have knocked 99% of fighters out. And when he hit him with the uppercut, Zab Judah, Kosuzu's knees didn't even drop half an inch. I think Zab Judah knew then he was in for a bit of trouble. So at the moment, the uh, the poll still the same. 47% in favour of Kosuzu knocks out Zab Judah. Yeah, so let's reset that. It's our new segment. It's called Throw Up Thursday. <coughs> The three choices you have, and these are great sporting moments. And, yes. And, and I see what you've done here, Satch. You've tied it into what's going on. So number one was Michael Clark in 2004 taking six for nine. Well, this one could be his first wicket in test cricket. It is. Just a little flick on the outside edge of Rahul Dravid. And not a bad one to have as your first up wicket in Test cricket either, Barry. He's given him. Wow, oh, look at that. The slow left up. And he's got six. Well done, Michael Clark. A brilliant performance by the youngster. Outstanding, wasn't it? The youngster. Yeah, still very young. Got a century too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. That it was match. a very good series. I think it was his debut series as well against. Was it really? I think oh, against sure. India, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second one was, of course, Costa Zoo 2001. Goes over and fights Zab Judah. This round was Costa Zoo's clearly evening things up. And ending strong. Down he goes. A right hand. He's in trouble. He's in real trouble. It's over. JD stops the fight in the second round. And it's one round here. It's giving you chills, right? Absolutely. It's great. Um, what, I, what, I loved, what I love about. Zab Judah, Kosu, uh, when he went over there, is that uh, he didn't get paid a lot of money for it as well to unify all the belts. Um, yeah, amazing moment. Now, and that's on the back of Tim Zhu fighting yep. in March for the the interim welterweight title. How good is that going to yeah, be? Yeah, it's going to be great against Harrison. Now, the third one was, in light of the All-Star game being played in New Zealand, the very first game in 2010. Wendell Saylor scores the first try in the All-Stars match. It's gone away onto Thurston, behind one, gone away. Prince puts a kick in, Saylor will score! Wendell Saylor scores in his farewell appearance. Now he's got the didgeridoo going. <laughs> Great. Great scenes. Yeah, well done. Get your votes in. Uh, you go to our... Uh, Twitter page, Sports Day NSW. You can vote there. There's a poll up there at the moment. What, is this, what, are, what are the results? Uh, Wendell's try 11%. Clark 6 for 9, 42. Costa and Zab Judah 47%. Now, we've got an update in both games. Of course, the rugby league trial on at the moment in New Zealand. Warriors leading Sats. They're leading 26-0 with 15 minutes remaining in, this, in, the, in the match. And the Aussies have lost another wicket. Carry out. Cummins to the pitch now. Uh, six for 166. Mm. The Aussies are uh, in the middle session. Danger saying on the text line, hey, boys, how are yous watching the game of football and the cricket? So in our studio here, Danger, and listeners, we've got – it's a very big studio we've got. We've got the horse races on, which is at Pakenham, race four. And uh, we've got the game on on another TV. And then we on the big screen, we've got the test match. Yeah. Ashwin comes in, bowls his fourth delivery. Blocked away. Cummins gets a single. Down to third we, man. Yeah, we we have a lot of TVs here. Pat Cummins would have a fit yep. if he walked into uh, yeah. our studios. But uh, yeah, that's how we're doing it. Danger. Uh, all those games are on Fox Fox Sports at the moment. Uh, Craig from Maitland is ruining our our uh, party tonight. 
Uh, says all the partners are going over for the next test in Delhi, apparently. Says don't write off a test until both teams are played on it. Now, Craig, let's not let the truth get in the way of a good story, <laughs> right? That's not how we work at, at Sports Day. You should know that by now. Uh, Do the partners not work? I don't, don't bring me in on it. I don't want to. I don't know and I don't care, all right? You just lazily just get on a flight and go to India for they a few They wouldn't be weeks. on a plane. Oh, because of their carbon footprint. True, true. They'd be rowing their way to India on a, a little dinghy. Greta Thunberg. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, 26. It's 26 blot in the Warriors versus Tigers game. Does Tim Sheens have a get-out clause? <laughs> now, it's only a trial. He won't be too stressed. Hey, uh, there's a really good text here at the top there, Sats, from Sporty Gab. Do you want to read that out? Uh, Sporty Gab, which is, uh, hi, boys. Remember when Mike Tyson knocked out Peter McNeely inside a minute in his return to international boxing? Yes, I do remember it. Uh, yeah, just before the fight, Peter McNeely was bouncing around and he was smiling in his face as well. I remember that. Um, yeah, I remember that fight uh, quite clearly. I think it was, oh, when was it? Mm, might have been 95, I reckon it would have been, around then, 95, 96. I remember Peter McNeely, who I don't know how, but he had this amazing record of like 36 wins and one loss. And Tyson had got out of prison and he was just, he was jacked. He just see, he had every muscle just rippling. He was frightening, absolutely frightening he was. Yeah, he bashed him in inside one round. Hey, just a heads up, uh, Saturday, join us and Matty Rogers live from 11 o'clock. At the Sporting Globe, Logan's grand opening. Now, Logan, obviously, it's in between uh, Brisbane and the Gold Coast, southern suburb of Brizzy. Uh, we'd love to see you there. We'll be on air there from 11.30 to 1.30. So come and say hello. Come and have a beer. Come and have a nourish bowl. If you like a kilo plate of meat like mm-hmm. I will be doing, <laughs> and no doubt Maddie will be doing as well, uh, we'd love to see you there. Saturday from 11 o'clock, Sporting Globe, Logan's grand opening. That's Queensland time, by the way. Um, Sats... The the RLPA um, and the NRL with the standoff at the moment over the CBA, you've got some strong thoughts around this, haven't you? I think the the NRL have got them cornered. I think they know. I think they know that the RLPA are trying to fight a fight against the man who loves a fight in Peter Volandis. As many say that he he'd rather a fight than a feed. Um, but now these threats where the players are thinking about from this is coming from some of the corners of, of the players that some of the thoughts are around covering up the NRL logo during the trials. Well, that's not really going to work because we know who's going to be playing anyway. So if you're watching this game now between the West Tigers and the Warriors and the NRL logos um, has got a patch over it, doesn't matter. Mm. That doesn't hurt the But NRL. it doesn't. It doesn't. And they started on time too, didn't they? they and they started on time. Uh, NRL broadcast and the deal and the clauses involved in that, which means that if there's no product, they can take money from that deal. They take money from that deal that then bleeds down to the playing group. And I don't know whether the players realise that if they don't play, you don't get paid. Now, I know there's a lot of senior players that are willing to stand up and say, yes, we're going to, if the last resort is we have to boycott games, we'll do it. But it's okay for the players that are on 500, 600, 700, 800, 900, a million dollars. I mean, yeah. they've got houses, they've got cash in the bank, they've got equity. The players that are on 150, 200, who lose half of that to tax, remember, because you're in the high tax bracket, 
they're not so confident about putting their hand up and saying, okay, we're ready to follow. So straight away, there's going to be, there's going to be some sort of divide in the playing group. And I think the NRL know that. That's a big risk to take if you're the NRL. Why not just get it sorted? They're going to get it sorted. They will get it sorted. There are some issues involved in these negotiations that can be ongoing discussions, Jace. Don't Do you think those sats, and I understand that, but do you think this is making the NRL look bad? Of course it's making the NRL look bad. So wouldn't they want to fix it up as quickly as possible? Yeah, because one other question, I'm going, to, going back to the broadcasters, right? Do you think at some stage the broadcasters are going to ring up the NRL and go, just get this sorted? We don't want to hear, we don't want to hear about threats. We don't want the game being brought into disrepute. And it is being – it's being talked down. Mm. Uh, at some stage, Channel 9 and Fox are going to have to get on the phone to NRL and go, fix this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. They wouldn't do that to the Rugby League Players Association. They'd be doing that to the NRL, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't want their product – Tarnished. Tarnished in any way especially from a playing point of view, when games kick off. Uh, I don't think players will boycott. I hope they don't boycott. I hope I'm right. I hope they don't. Uh, but I don't think they'll do it because I know how much, not only that tarnishes the game that they've been brought up on and pays them handsome, handsomely, but I don't think they'll do it because, um, because of their own image as well and how they'll, be, how they'll be seen. This is not about payment. This no. is, this, the salary cap's been sorted. They're always going to agree on the, the increases, the very big increases that have happened with the new salary cap. This is all about uh, the hardship funds, the NRLW, building that game, giving them security and insurance. Now, I think they can continue to be ongoing discussions, but they need to have a date. I think the NRL mm. need to say, okay, we're going to give you a, we're going to give you a date. And it was we, meant to be tonight. Yeah, well, that's what the RLP wanted. The RLPA wanted a decision by tonight. You know, maybe, maybe that's not reasonable. In that short amount of time. I wonder what the sticking points are. Is it the NRLW? Is it parts of that? Is it parts of the hardship fund? And and the stuff that the Rugby League Players Association are pushing, Sats, to, to me, it doesn't seem unreasonable. It, it doesn't. But maybe there's some other stuff that hasn't been talked about in the media. The, imme- that, the immediate areas, which was the pay increases, that's already happened. Tick. The NRLW is is one that they're that's the one that they're arguing about at the moment, and it's not about again salary cap because they've had a huge increase. Yeah. The the NRLW, and they're not full time. It's because they're part time, and because you've got young ladies who are having to move into. No, state. no, they've got mums, yeah. wives, and have got to still work as well. Yeah. So having the insurance insurances around if they get injured. Now I've got no doubt if there's a player, a female player that gets injured in this All Stars game on Saturday. I've got no doubt the NRL will underwrite that. Well, that's that. an NRL-sanctioned game, right? Yeah, so, so they'll underwrite it. If anyone gets injured, they'll cover the costs. But no no NRLW players are actually training at the moment. Well, first of all, they don't have clubs, well, not, so they don't have contracts. But they're not training for their season anyway. Well, They wouldn't be starting yet. Well, they are because they've still got to play their, their BMDs well, and New South their, Wales Well, clubs. they're playing their domestic yeah. comps. Yeah. So for their clubs. Yeah, and that's that was never going to not happen when it, when they have to start training for the NRL clubs. Well, that's a completely different agreement. Um, so they're the ones that have, that's got to get fixed straight away. The, the NRL hardship and post player, you know, medical benefits. That's reasonable, right? Yeah, but they can be ongoing discussions. They don't need to be yeah, signed yeah. off right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the, the post career medical benefits for surgeries and 
psychological support, emotional support, whatever it may be, mm. that would be for the players that are retiring now or probably the last four or five years. I'm not quite sure. I don't think it covers players like myself who's had to have surgeries yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and suffer from arthritis and have there to There has to be specialists. a cutoff period. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I think there's some of those can be ongoing, Jace, to be quite honest. But, but what about I don't the, think players will strike. No, well, let's hope not. And you know, I think I, they'll threaten it, but I think they'll they'll do it because if you're going to say to a player, you know what, mate? Okay, you go on strike, but I'm going to take 150 thousand off you. <laughs> they'll be putting their boots on straight away. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Good perspective on that. Uh, and Jace, can I say I've been there. In 2003, we are getting ready to play the Broncos. We were first, they were eighth. And it was the first final, week one of the finals, and we were hosting the, the semifinal. And the RLPA asked, all the players were, and again, I'll, I'll say this again, I was never a huge supporter of boycotting and threatening the game that actually pays you really handsomely. Um, and I saw these players, you know, pitchforks and punching the air and saying, yes, we're going to stand as one. We're going to be united. <laughs> and then the suggestion was, okay, the first the first semifinal between the Broncos and Penrith, you guys are going to run out 15 minutes late. You're going to stuff up all the whole telecast. All of a sudden, the players all sat down. I've been there. Mm. Players won't want to affect the game on field because they don't want to harm the game that's, that treats them fairly. But most importantly, they don't want to harm the fans that treat them fairly as well. M- most of them just want to play. Train and play. That's what they want to do. They love footy. Mm. They just want to do that. So, although I will say, and again, this is probably because of social media, I've never seen so much support amongst the players for each other. And this has been I think a bit the, new. I think the senior players, yes. But and I, I know it's the social media, and you you can be anyone, do anything on social media. But it'd be interesting to see when it comes when push comes to shove, as you're saying, what they'll actually do. I think they maybe they might back down. Who knows? Oh yeah, Sats. Uh, thanks for that quick cricket update. Aussies a six for a hundred and seventy-two. Hanscom's still there, and so too is Paddy Cummins. We'll go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Oh, when we come back, I don't want to rob people of this. By the way, uh, we'll do the A League update. Uh, Jack will take us through who's playing this weekend. Plus. The 2023 season preview for the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. On the way next. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Jack's jumping in to give us an A-League update. Before we do that, uh, Cummins is out and Todd Murphy's making his test debut, the left armour, coming into bat. Uh, He's only played five shield games for Victoria, Mm. nine innings. Average of about thirteen. That was a little bit. That was a little bit like Heels, wasn't it? Heels had only played single figures games for Queensland. Came in for Peter Anderson. Yep. The incumbent wicketkeeper, and then went on to play over a hundred tests for Australia. And he's and and the guy you faced face first when you come out to back bat is Ashwin, who's got two for forty off about twelve overs, and is turning it sideways. Yep. You should see the pitch. It's so roughed up outside the left-handers. Um, their crease line. It's yep. just incredible. This game will be over by 
12 o'clock Saturday. <laughs> the way this is going. But anyway, the Aussies, Aussies, they're just starting to settle it down a bit, but they're back in uh, in trouble now. What, so. what do you make of? I want to see. I want to see the Australians adopt the Indian names on the back of the shirts. You know, like they don't have the surname. They have got like Virat. Oh, I think it's no. I want to see Stephen and Ph or Patrick V and Patrick Paddy. Paddy on the back of our shirts. No, not, not Cummins and why Holland. not nickname Travis? Why not? Well, Travis is not That's out not there. Him. No, you don't. No, I'm just do using that. an example. Or T head. <laughs> you could do that. What about Todd? Todd. This doesn't uh, look right, does it? No, it doesn't. For some reason, yeah. is Todd an old name for such a young kid playing playing his first? Like you know, you look at some of those names. You get Todd. That's mm. that's an, a name for someone in their forties, wouldn't you think? And here's this young kid making his test When kids debut. are born now, they're called Shaniqua and things like that. Right? Well, maybe in America. Three, it's the first two things you see. Shaniqua. Yeah. Well, people are named after where they've been conceived. Yeah, I've, got a, I've told you that. A friend of mine, he's got, there's four kids in the family. There's Byron, Paris, Brooklyn, and his name's Peter. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. I swear to God. Yeah. His name's this Peter. Is, this is Toilet. <laughs> This is Mad Cow. <laughs> this is Backseat. <laughs> and have you met my other kid? You've been hiding in the bushes. <laughs> right, Jack, A-League, quick, come on, we're in a hurry. Yes, all right, A-League, we're looking at the uh, 16th round. We've got, uh, there's some games that are... How many rounds to go? Ten. What? I know, get excited, wow. mate. I know you're pumped. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, look, there's a couple of games that are definitely... Um, you know, not headliners in terms of where they're at in the ladder, but there is the West, uh, there is the Sydney Derby yes. that's going to be happening uh, on Saturday, quarter to eight. Is this the um, second Sydney Derby this year now? Yeah, it yeah. is. So yeah. Western Sydney Wanderers, Sydney FC. Uh, Western Sydney Wanderers are having a blind every season, season, hitting up in second place. Sydney around sixth. So it's a good chance for Sydney uh, to get some points that could push them up into the top four. Uh, Western Sydney, they're just trying to close the gap towards Melbourne City, who are 31st. So uh, Melbourne City are clear on 31 points. Western Sydney next on 24. Uh, I'm also going to mention the mighty Brisbane Raw because um, they're playing Central Coast Mariners, who are third. Uh, oh, desperately stop, need stop. a chance. Todd what? Murphy, Duck. Gone. Oh, Todd. I think they're going to... They might, yeah. They're gonna. I think they're gonna, gonna go challenge for a, it. Go Six, for a review. Well, five, four challenge. Yeah, there we go. Well. It was. Oh, he's making his test debut, and, and he's, he's using a challenge. Mm. Oh, son. Oh, god. Well, hang on. Paddy be upset. But if he went, if he goes out on zero here, yeah, it's called he a duck. A, yeah, but if yeah. he goes for a review and yes. then he gets ten runs, it's better than getting a duck on your debut. Yeah, but there's, anything to get there's got to be a rule around players on debut. Yeah, Review. but they haven't used one yet. What does it matter? He's, he's plum. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely the, plum. The ball's gone to first slip, so I think they've claimed the catch. But I, to me, it looked like he was plum. Mm. Yeah, it, so doesn't, it doesn't come off the bat. Doesn't touch the bat. Absolutely plum. Yeah, righty up. Uh, sorry, Jack. Continue your soccer. Hang on, we've, we've seen interesting uh, DRS reviews today already, so we may as well just um. What about the what one, happens. the David Warner one? No, it's speculation. No, no it was Elijah. Oh, God. That looked like it was going to hit fine leg in the middle of his forehead <laughs> and it was given out. I can't believe that. I don't like the ball tracker because it's, it basically it's just predicting the future and you can't guarantee it's going to be right. They're saying this one's going to hit the wicket. 
Sorry, I just got a text here. This is uh, Ian the Builder from Tamworth. Woogie, you are dribbling again about the WNRL. It's the NRW. Also, when people go on strike, they don't get paid. I didn't mention anything about that. Are these blokes... Why am I dribbling about the the NRLW? I think it's a great competition that's growing and shouldn't the women playing the game, A, be paid well, have have insurances... And, you know, some people might debate whether they have a pregnancy policy or not, but if that's your job, why aren't you entitled to what every other woman in the workplace around Australia is getting? I don't know what your problem is, mate. Maybe, I I don't know what it is. And I'm not doing it because my daughters watch NRLW. I actually like the game. I love watching the game as well. I I think it's at the right level it needs to be at the moment. It doesn't need to be full-time. And um, we've got to continue growing the game so commercially... That it can earn money where the where the women are getting a, a handsome percentage of that of that revenue. Yeah. So at the moment, the way the game's growing is is perfect. But we, what we don't want to do is stifle it at the moment. But, and it, but the pregnancy any... policy is an interesting one. I know every workplace has got a pregnancy policy, but like I was saying last night, rugby league or professional sport is not is not the same as a normal workplace. Yeah, but of course, and, and lots of workplaces are different. Women who work in mines, that's not a normal job. Mm. But I'm sure they've got maternity leave and a pregnant policy in place for those women who work in mines or mechanics or whatever. It's, yeah, it's a changing – it is a changing society. And I'm not going all Pat Cummins on you, but if, if you're contracted to play rugby league, that is a job. And you're entitled to what uh, a woman who works in retail who, or who goes to an office to work, you're entitled to the same conditions as them. Yeah, I don't think so in rugby league. I think it's different. But or it in, needs in to change. And, that, and, and I guess that's what's changing, mm. though, is that that needs to change, Sats. I, it's, still an, it's still an employer-employee relationship. So why should it be any different? Because it's different circumstances. But if you're... In, if you're so con- if I train overtime... Yeah. More than I'm asked to train, do I got a day in lieu in sport? I no. don't. So that's what happens in the workplace. Depends on your contract no, the, all situation. The contracts are the same. Like it's all the conditions are the same, not when what you're getting paid, but all the other um, conditions around training and time off and things like that. Okay. If I go and decide to train longer, do I get a day in lieu? No, I don't. But that's if, why the workplace is different. But if I'm a woman playing rugby league for a club, and I get pregnant. Why aren't I, in ter- why aren't I entitled to uh, some sort of pregnancy policy, wh- whatever that looks like? Well, some would say it's a choice. Well, no, you can't say that. It's a choice in any. Doesn't matter where. It's a choice for any woman. Yeah, but a lot of the time you can work up to a particular time in safe conditions. Where rugby league, it's not. It's not a safe condition. And that's what they're trying to nut out. Mm. I think they're entitled to it. Absolutely. If you've got an agreement where you're the employee and they're the employer, I think you're entitled to that. Mm. You know? Anyway, it's a hard, it'd be so hard to work out. Anyway, he goes and say these blokes are happy to forego the salary, put a, a lot of fans offside over an issue with the NRL, uh, WNRL, which doesn't even start until much later in the season, plenty of time to negotiate. Well, I guess what they're doing, it's certainly not a hill worth dying for. Strong words, Anne. As far as the pregnancy crap that you keep waffling on about, it's a choice, not a prerogative. If you want to have a kid, plan it. I know, Ian, it's not the 70s, mate, anymore. And I reckon you are totally wrong.
there's some there's, there'll be some people that would would agree with Ian. Of course. And there's been some there's been some female sports people in other sports that have that have had to take a year off because they want to they mm. you know they, they choose that they want to be a mother and that's great and then come back to the sport. Mm. I agree that there needs to be some plan around around pregnancy. Probably not the same as what a normal workplace is, but. All right, and if we're having this debate, can you imagine the debate going on between exactly the Rugby point. League Players yeah. Association and Absolutely. the NRL? So yeah, Jack, I have to cut your soccer things short. Okay, quick so one. But can quick I one? quickly? No, say I've got to go to a break. Guys. Who's going to win the comp? Uh, Melbourne City. Melbourne right. City. Footballers here. Forty dollars family passes available to the Izuzu Ute A League men. T's and C's apply. Break time. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Aussies in trouble in the cricket at T. We're eight for about 174 or something. So it's yep. not, not looking good. Time to preview the Bulldogs 2023 season. Finished 2022 in 12th, uh, 16 points, seven wins, 17 losses. Points differential of 192. Um, but they've got a new coach. Good coach too. Cameron Serraldo. You know a lot about him, Sats. He's a good guy. He's a former player. A really good guy. Had some great success out at the Penrith Panthers as an assistant coach. Ivan Cleary went down on a number of occasions through illness and sickness, and um, Cameron Sorello took over. I know for a fact I've spoken to a lot of players that have been coached by Cam, and he's the sort of coach that players have a tremendous relationship with, and he just knows how to talk to players on the right level. He knows when to be serious. He knows when to have a joke. Uh, he knows how to take the the P155 out of himself as well. So uh, I think his calming approach, but also he's got a great methodology around the way that he coaches. I think the players will respond to it. And then with the signings they had last year, well, like your Josh Adokars and your Matty Burton and co's, Luke Thompson, a really good uh, English forward, comes off contract this year. And now that they've signed um, Viliami Kikau, which is a huge signing, Reed Marnie, Amazing signing. Young Carl uh, Oluwapu, who's come from the Brisbane Broncos, a really good young half. And um, and also Ryan Sutton from the Canberra Raiders, a really good pommy forward front rower. I think they're going to be in for a really good season. I I think they're going to be definitely one of those sides that's going to fight out eighth position. Um, they could go even higher. If they go on a bit of a run, they could go even higher than that. So uh, I just think with Seraldo and his calming influence – and some really key players have now tasted a fair bit of success coming to the club. Viliamo's tasted success, and he's joining Burton, who's had success. Josh Adekaro's had success. Reed Marnie's now played in the grand final and played in the side that's in the top, in the top four most years. Yeah, they're starting to amass a, a really good side. They're going to be the big improvers? We said this time last year. But the difference with this time last year and this year is that they finished the season off really positively. They played really good rugby league. They were challenging some of the really good sides. So I think I think they will. And I th- I think they'll come eighth. Okay. Yeah, I think they'll come eighth. I'm jumping on the Joel Sugar Cane um, statistical. Bulldogs bandwagon. Bandwagon, yeah. Right, yeah. It's funny. We I know it's only a trial tonight, but we're talking about the West Tigers perhaps being the 
biggest improvers from last year where they finished last to who knows where they're going to finish this year. But uh, it's only it's only preseason trial form, but at the moment they're trailing the Warriors 46-12 yeah, for the kick to come. Full-time, by the time this kick is completed, yeah, they'll and they'll get maximum points, 15 points through that new preseason competition. Incredible. There you go. Yeah. Rightio, so you've got them finishing eighth. That's our season preview of the Bulldogs. What do you think? Do you agree with Sats? 0457 736 736. Before we go to a break, some texts here. Toronto Rod, I thought they would have played head because of his bowling being good lately and might have been needed. Jeez, a lot of people are disappointed that the Australian selectors haven't gone ahead with uh, Travis Head. Well, you know, I, I don't know more than the next guy on the, on the, on the street. But what I do know is that one of our greatest captains of all time in Steve Waugh has said he's the fourth best yep. test batter in the world at the moment. Why don't we use him? Rooster Muzz has set us straight. We're wondering who Barry was in that commentary. It's Barry Richards, mm. the great South African legend in that commentary. Yeah. There, there you have it. Uh, and, yeah, that's about it. Oh, I'm with you, Sats. I'm excited for rugby league of any variety, be it trials, exhibition games, premiership games, origin tests, you name it. I'll be watching it. The beauty of trials, you get a glimpse into the future with young stars given the opportunity to press their claims for a first-grade debut. That's Daniel from Prairie Wood. No. Right, got to go to break. Oh, we're going to find out the winner of Throw Up Thursday. <coughs> oh, just on our poll uh, on Twitter. You can sneak a vote in if you want. Sports State, New South Wales. We'll get to that next. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the Scotty Settler. Jason Matthews here. Uh, New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening in Gunnedah on 2MO, home of the Gunnedah Bulldogs Rugby League Footy Club. Friday, 32 degrees, mostly sunny day, low of 17 overnight. Formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, it's Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Right, let's, uh, oh, we've still got the last blast with Badge and Sats. Why is that going on? Biddy McCoz has said, you want fun fact Thursday? 20 years. For 20 years, a cat served as the mayor of an Alaskan town, and the cat's name was Stubbs. Fun fact Thursday. I think, I think um, this thing, the uh, throw-up Thursday, I think we just do it tonight, and then we just can it. All right? It? I think okay. we'll go back to fun fact Thursday. Yep. What do you reckon? Well, uh, I reckon it gets a run. Maybe not with the sound effect, but you're I leaving, keep going. mate. You're leaving. You don't care. You've sabotaged the show tonight. Well, with can that. you believe that? And sense? on the uh, Thursday throw up, <laughs> uh, Wendell's try ten percent. Yep. Clark takes six for nine, forty five percent. That surprised me. Costa knocks out Judah, forty five percent. It's a draw. Is it fair income? Yep. What did you vote for? Just so people know. Oh, mate, I'd be Costa. Costa. That's, oh, Costa. Yeah, every yeah. day of the week. I went Wendell. Did you really? I think just because I think I was like 16 when I saw yeah. it. I was like, that's awesome. Mm. Right, okay. Yep. Um, Sorry, what's your reasoning, Jace? Because I think Costa Zoo is a legend. Mm. Oh, okay. I know Wendell thinks he's a legend. So he's got that. I'm just saying don't condescend my answers, you know. What, what are you talking about? You're like, oh, righto. You heard it. You were very condescending, <laughs> yeah. man. 
You can get condescending to a lot of people. How much longer to go? How much longer to go? Do you leave? What is it? We will be joined by uh, Cohen, uh, who's the new producer of the show, joining us next week as well. What's your role going to be, Jack? Are you just going to step back and let Cohen take the reins, or is it are you is it a training role? No, I think he's teaching me how to do a couple of things, just so I can learn before I go. When you go to Ireland, yes, will, you, will you be <laughs> listening to, what did you say, Leprechaun Radio? Yeah, Leprechaun FM. And that is, wow. so, that is played repeats of U2. And, and the chorus. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Well, I'll be listening to the podcast, obviously. Yeah. Just to hear Songs how this that make is going. you green. Leprechaun FM. <laughs> like, do you actually find that funny or are you just laughing for the sake I'm of it? Because that's awful. I'm laughing at you. Okay, nice. No. He's getting upset. Radio, let's do this. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. It's actually not a joke. This is a true story because, as you know, I came in today, I feel a little bit sick in the stomach. Mm. And that was from last night because for dinner I had um, alphabet soup, which I haven't had for years, but I had a massive vowel movement. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. That is good. That's good, gear. I liked it. Finally, you've delivered. Thank you. I've delivered all week. Yeah. Haven't I, Jack? Yeah, oh, no. It's, please, it's, it's, Jack. It's yeah. good. I've got the first laugh tonight. Oh. I gave it a miss. Yeah. What, do you, what will your fan well, think? Based on your, the crap you've thrown up for three days. Yeah. Right, so what's the go? So, Sats, do we continue with Throw Up Thursday or do we go back to fun, to, to, to this? Back Thursday. I think we do both. But no, can I no, we're not doing that. No. Why not? No, we're not doing that. Why not both? No. no it's like the tortilla like... ads. Oh, you have the but soft ones. Yeah. Mm. That's funny. We Jack. can do both. Right, don't forget to catch us uh, Saturday morning, 11 a.m. at um, what is it, Sporting Globe Logan, which is its own municipality. It's Logan home. Well, on the sheet it says Logan, so you put Logan on there. I didn't put it. Well, in. Logan home is part of Logan. Yeah, Logan home is the suburb in the city of Logan. Yeah. I'm excited. Logan. You excited? How technical yeah. is Jack Getty? He's written Logan on the sheet, and he's pulling me up now on Logan Ode. We'll be there from 11 to 1.30, broadcasting live. You'll be there, Sats, oh, Matty Rogers. And it's the grand opening. Yes. Where the old sizzler was. Mm. A nourish bowl and a schooner. How's so that going to go? On Legends. Rightio, boys. Have yourself a, a great weekend. Enjoy, well, I know it's only Thursday. Enjoy the cricket. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the All-Stars. Plenty of sport this weekend. We'll catch you next week. Good night.